hey, you ready for the NBA draft? It's going to be a big one. Saying it's the biggest one since the LeBron James draft, or at least the Durant Odin draft. Wembenyama, Scoot Henderson, a bunch of really good college players. Who's going first? What's the order going to be? We're covering all of it on the Ringer NBA Draft Show with Kevin O'Connor and Jay Kyle Man. Check it out. Follow it. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Monopoly Go. It's halftime and the scoreboard's not looking good. You're not sure you can pull out a win? That's when you say to yourself, it's time to get back in the game, pull off some bank heists and take as much of my friend's money as I possibly can. That's right. The hit mobile game, Monopoly Go, lets you compete with your friends to be the biggest tycoon ever. I might do this with my high school friends. We used to play Monopoly all the time. It's the Monopoly you love, but on your phone anytime with tons of new twists, including leaderboards to compare your progress, there's so much to do. Play on countless dynamic Monopoly boards. Make your friends bankrupt by smashing their landmarks with a wrecking ball. Charge other players rent for your iconic properties. Maybe you'll even play against me. I'm great at Monopoly. You could even work with your friends to crack open community chests and in tournaments to get extra rewards. Get back out there. Put on your game face. Download Monopoly Go. Now free on the App Store or Google Play. We're also brought to you by the Ringer podcast network. If you like White Lotus, I broke down episode three with Joanna Robinson on the Prestige TV podcast. If you like people related to me, my father went on Off the Pike with Brian Barrett, our Boston podcast, to talk about the sizzling Celtic start and the stuff that he's seen behind the bench. I didn't have room for him on this podcast. Barrett grabbed him. My dad's a, my dad's a scalpy on the bench um, talking about Tatum's incredible start, by the way. And Tatum's in the MVP conversation, even though we have, I think, 68, 69 games to go and there shouldn't be an MVP conversation. But when people start throwing around the best players in the league, Tatum's got to be in there the way he's been playing on both ends. Really, really great to watch. We talked about some of it on Thursday with Verno and House. But uh, if you want to hear more Celtics talk, Off the Pike with Brian Barrett, go check that out. I have new rewatchables coming on Monday night. It is our third installment of Naughty November. We're doing one of uh, the most underrated great movies of the past four plus decades, Blowout, with John Travolta. It's a Brian De Palma movie. It's amazing. It's aged incredibly well. You can, I think it's on HBO Max if you want to watch it before the pod goes up, but it is an all-timer and uh, in the running for great greatest uh, Travolta performances. So we have that going as well coming up on this podcast. Oh yeah, because we're going to lick some gambling wounds. We're going to lick a lot of wounds. We're just, both of us are just bleeding in 19 different places. Plus Dallas lost just a terrible game. A lot of strange things to discuss. What the hell is going on with Josh Allen? Do we believe in the Vikings? Do we believe in Tua? Has the moment arrived? It's all next. First, our friends from 
project. All right, taping this on Sunday night. It is 8.30 p.m. It's the Gambling Loser Hour. It's me and Cousin Sal. <laughs> We're here again to talk about some of our bets that went wrong. Sal, I've been trying to rationalize this. We, I've been going back since 1997 with writing uh-huh. a picks column at my old website all the way through, and I've never gotten shellacked like this year, and I'm trying to figure out why, because I've been watching football every week at the same process I've always had. And this sounds like, oh, sour grapes, you're not doing well. You're trying to figure it out. Do we have too much information, too much <laughs> intelligence, and too much analysis in 2022? I was thinking back to like the mid 2000s when there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of stuff. We didn't have the websites. We couldn't see where all the money was going. We didn't have all this advanced metrics. And, the, and maybe we saw there were advantages with certain lines. Now you look at a game like this Niners-Chargers, the Niners end up not covering somehow. So if you had the Niners, you still had the, right. wrong, you had the wrong pick. But are the lines just too good now? Is like that this. possible? I, I like, like this, this, like like, this theory. <laughs> we lose so much money for you people who listen to us week in and week out. You know why? It's because we're too smart. We know too much. Ha ha. No, it's not that we're too smart. Hey, I'm, well, I'm who's, asking, too, who's smart? Too much I'm, intelligence, you said. I'm saying, are the lines like too good? Is there so much oh. intelligence on both sides of the lines that now the lines, there's like no value. There's no way to be like, oh man, that line's three points off. I'm grabbing that. Or is it just hmm. more of a crapshoot than ever because of, you know, the 17 game season, all the injuries? Like, should we, should we just take the underdogs every week? Yeah, we probably should just take the underdogs every week and root for bad quarterbacks. But I don't even know what a bad quarterback is anywhere. Like, my guy might be a bad quarterback, at the, for all I know. But, um, yeah, uh, maybe they need to expand. I think there need to be 50 teams. Because, when you know, you probably have a weekly pool as as one of your 30 obligations to betting and fantasy yeah. football and everything. Don't you look at it and be like, I have no idea. This team screwed me 14 times, but this team screwed me eight times. So do I go with the team that screwed me eight? I think we just need more teams because I end up (laughs) hating everyone. That said, that said, I do think there was a concentrated effort starting this morning in Germany. The league said, all right, we took enough money from these idiots. Let's come back to some semblance of normalcy. Tom Brady is better than Geno Smith. Let's put that on the field. We'll the Packers shouldn't be favored by getting five points Packer, from Lambeau, no matter how bad they are. Right. Aaron Rodgers will be back to being good for at least one day. Let's just get it. We'll drink, eat some brats and drink some beer in the morning and we'll figure it all out. And then and then they throw that drunk, methed out game, Buffalo, Minnesota, which really didn't make sense at all. But I do think it was coming around just a tiny bit today. Tiny bit. Maybe... I, I might I might just back off. I might not listen to any podcast, do any sort of research at all this week and just go with mm-hmm. stuff like, oh, the Colts have an interim coach. Mm-hmm. The interim coach always does well in week one, even if it's <laughs> a guy they pulled from a TV of a TV studio. Right. Just every yeah. week you get the interim coach. But I'm not overthinking this. I'm just going to take the interim coach. I don't need to know anything else. Oh, it's Tom Brady against Geno Smith. I don't right. care what happened this year. I don't care that he's 45 years old. Oh, it's Green Bay at home and they're getting more than three points. I'm just taking them. I might mm-hmm. have to go back to just like the mid-2000s, very basic mm-hmm. things. This is so pathetic. I feel like we're in a Gambler's Anonymous meeting. Well, the other thing is, 
you know, well, take a little bit of blame. You didn't have to take the Panthers last week and the Raiders this week. Those are pretty goddamn bad. I'm going to take a lot of blame, Sal. I had the worst. I had the worst picks. I just I went blind against the Colts. The, the Jeff yeah. Saturday thing. I was just like, I'm just betting him and Sam Ellinger. There's no way. And then you find mm-hmm. out today, no, it's going to be Matt Ryan. And I'm sitting there, <laughs> Matt Ryan's completely washed up. And I'm like, oh my God, do I hedge? What do I do? <laughs> like, like, And of course, he uh, has a 40-yard scramble. And uh, and that was one of those games. The Raiders could have fallen me, on a that, fumble. That, they didn't. Yeah. They, it's just oh, textbook. that fumble. You sent me the clip. That was, that was, that, non-fumble recovery by number 58 was the worst attempt by someone less than 375 pounds that I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, I think that game could end it earlier. As soon as like, just a policy wise, if Matt Ryan runs for 40 yards and one just stamper, end it? yeah, just put the ball on the field and everybody walk away. That's it. But, 58, um, I don't the, fumble go, the fumble goes right next to him. And he's treating it like it's a live firework on July 4th. He's running next to it. He's like, do I pick it up? Do I fall? Uh, Like, what do I do? And mm -hmm. ends up just having a spasm. And that flipped the game around along with a bunch of other plays. And also, like, the Vegas is terrible is another problem. I was with you with Vegas. And because, I I, listen, I picked them to win the AFC West. I'm not going to flex whatever muscle I have here. But um, so they're awful and they they keep getting worse. But. Did we overreact to the Jeff Saturday hire? Because we can't really have it both ways. We can't come on here every week and say these coaches all suck. I know people who could do a better job. And then they hire a guy who played, you know, and he, yeah. so what? he happens to be drinking buddies with the owner. Okay, that bothers people. But everyone's outraged. Like, wait a minute. This guy's not qualified. It's like, yeah, nobody's qualified. They're get, the guy they're giving eight forty million million is not qualified either. So what does it really matter? We didn't have all the information after the hire because it turned out he had been helping with offensive line evaluation for two mm-hmm. years. So he did have like a slight feel for the team. Basically, he comes in, he makes two decisions. One is he's he brings in this offensive coordinator who had never called plays before because the QB coach turned it down. So he said, all right, I'm going to have this guy call the plays. And then I think he watched Sam Ellinger practice for a day or two days and was like, I can't fucking start this guy. Wait, where's Matt mm-hmm. Ryan? Can he still, can he, can he stand? Can he right. throw a ball 10 yards? All right, he's in. And then that was it. But I saw the Colts put up his post-game speech. I, I think I'm in on Jeff Saturday. He gave like sure. this two minute, this incredible speech. He's like a leader of men. He's doing the, we were the tougher team today. And he was doing the whole thing. And I'm like, you're right. Maybe that's all this is. Maybe you just have to be able to give good post-game speeches yeah. and just have common sense. Like, hey, Matt Ryan's better than Sam Ellinger. What are we doing? And that's it. That's all they needed. And they're like a different Ryan, He has four come from behind victories. Now, if the other yeah. side is like, all right, they're tanking. And I know you, this bothers you less than it bothers me. You, you, you're, you were in love with the NBA and, you know, like 12 teams are tanking by middle of November and you think it's adorable. I don't, I don't like, like it, it for football. Much. Yeah, it's uh, and it's hard for football, right? Because you get killed if you tank, but you can start the inferior quarterback. So were they on the wrong different pages, Ursa, and or were they just never tanking in the first place? If they were never tanking in the first place, they should have left Matt Ryan, and he was still capable. He has four come from behind victories now. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened. I don't know whose decision it was. I, the Ellinger thing was defensible, at least. It was a running quarterback. That's where the league is going, the whole thing. But he was so bad. Yeah. I don't know how you start that dude again. Frank Reich was starting to look like a white walker by, yeah. you know, after all the bad quarterbacks that they went through. But it also really helped that Vegas is awful. And that was the hesitation with like, 
The happiest <laughs> bet today, one of the ones I did a million dollar picks, which was the squarest bet possible. Cowboys, Raiders, parlay. It's like, who's blowing mm. this up? Is it going to be Sam Ellinger? Is it going to be at that when we did the pick at that point, Aaron Jones probably wasn't playing. Now all of a sudden he's playing, but your team was up by 14 in yeah, the fourth I quarter. I can't say I regretted having the Cowboys in multiple bets. You look great moving the ball. And then all of a sudden, I, I don't know what happened. It was like they thought the game ended after the third quarter. You knew it I heading in overtime. We were texting. You were like, it's over. I don't even I don't even care. Oh, as as soon as they flashed that stat on Fox, 195 and 0 when leading by 14 or more entering the fourth quarter. And this is Mike McCarthy. And Mike McCarthy wore the Vince Lombardi trench coat to the game. I was like, oh, this schmuck. This is going to be terrible. I texted you, House, and and uh, and Hench. I said, Packers plus 112. Do it. And when they tied it. I think it was right before it went to overtime. Right. And then Christian Watson uh, secured his place in the Hall of Fame somehow. And that was the end of that. So, uh, yeah, that sucked. Well, look at, so the, uh, like the most common bets today, Bears minus three was, I think, the squares bet. That was the one House was big on. That game, they're up 14. I had it on the lower TV and they get a pick and it was almost a pick six and the guy got tackled for the Bears. It was, they were about to go up 21. It's like, all right, let's Mm -hmm. get that off the TV. Not not even monitoring it anymore. Then they cut in. It's like DeAndre Swift. Now it's twenty four seventeen. It's like what? They had mm-hmm. a, thought they almost had a pick six. Then Fields throws a pick six. Now it's tied. Fields gets the sixty seven yard touchdown. We're like all right, they're safe. Guy misses the PAT. Of course. And it's like, what is it? A hundred percent of the time, the team doesn't win after that happens. When it's like, <laughs> it could have gone up seven. Now it's six. Yeah. You know something bad's going to happen. The Lions end up. You know, a pretty garbage Lions team, to be honest, and they beat the Bears. But I guess one those two, two in bad a row teams. somehow. I, know. I I don't care. I, I I can't apologize enough for my Justin Fields stance. I thought he was junk. I was like, this guy's gonna be out of the league next year, and he's yeah. the quarterback I want to watch every week, I, win or lose. He's he's so much fun. I don't know if he can keep up this running, uh, this whole thing. He, th- he runs 10, 12 times a game, but. Well, they have to Very figure fun. out the throwing completions in the second half piece of the whole Justin Fields package. I think he had yeah. one completion. But yeah, those are bad teams. I mean, I was even looking like, I guess the lines for the for week 11, mm-hmm. just how many bad teams there are. And then all the cross-off teams we have now are the almost cross-off teams. Like Houston's a cross-off. Vegas is a fucking cross-off. They're, <laughs> do you see they're 0-6 in one-score games? Oh, I'll use a chisel for that. I know. Yes, they, I've but had remember last year week. they were. What were they like? Seven and one in one score games. Mm-hmm. And heading into this season, everybody's like, "Watch out for the regression." Those one yeah. score games, and they the Raiders were like, "You're right. Watch us. Zero and six. Um, yep. And they had there was a really long story I think on ESPN about po- like Derek Carr post game press conference like near tears, mm-hmm. talking about um, that he still wants to be there, but insinuating like there's some guys on the team that maybe don't want to be Raiders or whatever. And then there was stuff about how there were guys yelling at each other in the post game. And you could kind of see it with the body language. Um, the McDaniels experiment, he was terrible in Denver. I was dubious. You know, we talked about it when we did the over-under pod. It's like, are we sure? Like, how much was Tom Brady involved with this? But that's a poorly coached team. Maybe they should have hired Jeff Saturday. Who, but, yeah. who but, trashed yeah. him on Twitter two weeks ago. He said the Raiders, mm-hmm. the Raiders look terrible. They had an actual tweet that you made fun of today. Yeah, hire, hire anyone from TV. What does it bring Joy Behar in there if it's TV personalities that are working out? But the, but the weird like thing, that. 
Yeah. So, but what it was, it, the weird thing is last year should have been the apocalypse year, right? Like, you know, you, you have the Suggs accident, uh, yeah. the car accident, you have the, the, the president stealing and he was fired. People don't forget or whatever. There was some impropriety. I don't want to say it was stealing, whatever it was. He left. Uh, of course, the Gruden stuff and the emails, and then they have Basaccia and they make a playoff run and they're one score away from tying the AFC champs, right? And, and going to Cincinnati. Yeah. Why is like it the this year? Line. But why is it this year? I know they're losing some guy. I know like Waller never suited up or just barely suited up, but with Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs having a good year on offense, I guess their defense just doesn't pressure the quarterback at all. And that's why Matt Ryan could just go crazy. But it doesn't really make sense that they're this bad this year. Defense was really bad. Yeah. And the the uh, the other thing, how many one and done co- like one and done is realistic. Somebody getting fired during the season, like Urban Meyer did, I think that that those are things that are, are realistic. But I wonder mm-hmm. if Davis looks at this after the year and it's like, all right, everybody's gone. Let's start over. Reset button. Maybe maybe that's a Tom Brady home. There were rumors about that a couple years ago. Yeah. Who does? But does uh, he want to? Does he want to pay three coaches though? That's the problem. You're paying Gruden. You're going to give McDaniel's a a big money deal, and you're going to have to get someone good in there. You're going to have to open the checkbook there, right? That would make me so mad if I was an owner. That'd be all yeah. I talked about. Like you go to dinner with me, like how's it going? I'm like I'm paying three fucking coaches. How do yeah. we screw this up? <laughs> I sent paychecks to three different people to coach my team. Um, your stupid team. Speaking of teams that need to pay uh, multiple coaches, the. Uh, uh, the Green Bay somehow four and six now. They lost five in a row and somehow feel like they have momentum. They got Watson going finally. Watson's speed really gave you guys trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I watched the entire game and I have no idea how you didn't win. And yeah. it, it was funny listening to the announcers and they were like, Dak Prescott, he's done this so many times. I had no confidence at all he was going to do anything, you know, the 28, 28, whatever. Do you have confidence in him at the no. end of these games when it's like, I need a field goal or a touchdown, please, Dak Prescott? Do you trust him? I don't think we use him right. I was just on a text chain with my Cowboys fan friends. And uh, I was like, you know, I don't, we'll go over the line. You know, I said, hey, we could be in a little bit of trouble here. We go to Minnesota and, you know, you have teams like Seattle and the Giants. You look at their schedule. They're going to get 10 or 11 wins by accident. They just are with the, the way it lays out. And that's what we're thinking is the you know, the six and seven seeds probably, right? Or five, six, yeah. and seven. So we got to do some work here. And I just don't, in a tie game, I really feel like, you know, you don't have to be like Justin Fields where you take out, take off 15 times a game, but Dak never, there's no designed run for him on third and three or third and four or fourth and three or all these short, you know, late down runs. Like there's no situation where he's going to take off with the ball and he's not rolling out. So he's kind of a dead duck back then, back there too. So um, you know, CD Lamb's going to get open. We're going to hit him in Schultz and guys like that. But it does worry me in a close game that he's not going to be able to close it out. Some really shaky calls in that game. I don't think the NFL is fixed, but that that would have been an interesting YouTube clip of like just random holding penalties against you guys at the worst possible yeah. times. Lamb got molested on a PI. Oh, that's that yeah. We always call. have to. There's, there's always a receiver catastrophe whenever we go to Green Bay. Yeah, it's like always something. Yeah, yeah, so you're calling these light holding penalties, but receivers mm-hmm. can get annihilated. With that right. said, so it's third and four, and if you feel like that's four down territory, if McCarthy's uh-huh. already made the decision. I am not. I'm not kicking a field goal. This is too far. I don't want to risk it. Those can't be your two, those can't be your third and fourth down plays. I didn't mind going for it on fourth and four as much, but 
Um, I just don't like the sequence of that. I'd rather run the ball on third down and try to get closer and give myself a little Same more Same here every single time. And Dak should be an option to run to. He could still yeah. move, you know, with just once or twice a game. Not, again, not a wow, dozen Wow, you seem crestfallen. It's effective. They, they, just did, did you write the Cowboys off? Is it efficient? We're here? Did we, we cross make it to Thanksgiving? Off? How many cross-offs do we have? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's uphill. It's uphill at six and three. I know. I love this at six and two. Not so much. It's six and three. We'll be well, out. the important thing before we go to a break, the important thing to remember is none of this is our fault. They, the lines are too good. Now. That's right. Mm-hmm. The lines are too good. <laughs> it's not us. It's the lines. There's just too much intelligence now. There's no, there's no, room. you just got to zag. You just got to be this like, you know what? You know what? It's Jeff Saturday and, yeah. and Matt Ryan and I'm getting points. That sounds good enough. That's just if I, if I, if I endorse them and they win, it's my, it's because of me. If I endorse them and they lose, it's I have nothing to do with it. It's the lines. <laughs> the lines. <laughs> like I had Seattle today. Um, the lines stayed three all week. Yeah. And it was and it seems so enticing with the Seahawks. I'm like, why aren't the mm-hmm. Seahawks favor this game? They're better than Tampa. And the game mm-hmm. starts. And it's just like Tampa's on pace for 60 first downs. The only right. way they're not getting first downs is if they screw up in some way. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh man, they did it again. They they just know how to do this better than I do. And I've been doing he was this good. for he half was sharp, my life. Though, Brady. I know you want to say it. He was sharp. And uh that Rashad White is gonna be solid, I think, if he stays healthy. Well, they had a couple things. Julio played, so that gave them mm-hmm. at least one more something. Akeem Hicks, I thought, was huge, which Warren Sharp predicted uh, in the week about how different their defense is when he's out there. And then White is just, though that their running game actually looked a little frisky. With that said, Seattle kind of lingered and lingered and lingered, and it got to the point where if they had just gotten a stop with three minutes left, mm-hmm. they would have gotten the ball back with a chance to win the game. So in a weird way, it was like an honorable loss by them. They could have gotten annihilated. And I just, I just think this is like, you know, like when your parents travel, they, they're pretty, they pretty know, they know they have an yeah. agenda, right? They know when, when old people travel, when Tom Brady travels overseas, he's going there and he's on a mission and he's not going to screw up. Like my 82 year old father went to Italy a few weeks ago and he's like, I'm going to go see this and this and this. I'm like, what are you talking about? You can barely walk old man. You can't get around the Macy's. And then he came back. He's like, yep. And he's showing pictures. I'm like, oh, wow. And that's what Tom Brady did. Old man Tom Brady went there and took care of business and uh, saw and veteran veteran traveler Tom Brady. That's right, veteran traveler. <laughs> He's done it now in three countries, I think. I'm gonna make a list at some point. Maybe I'll do it over Thanksgiving break of all the all the rules I broke this year. That I'm just I want to go into next year just with these things like oh, it's an <laughs> interim coach week one. I'm not betting against that. Oh, it's yeah. two teams overseas. I'm just not betting on the game. I'm just out. I'm just out on the game. I, I think it's almost like the bets you don't make are part of the key to this stuff. I know oh, sure. not to bet on the 630 yeah. game. We lose the 630 game, what, 80% of the time? Did you win that game today? Do you have Tampa or Seattle? I had Tampa, but I had a Justin oh. line because I didn't trust it. I had plus three and a half. But mm. uh, yeah, that's, oh, a, that's the, uh, the wussy good, way Good out. for you. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> I wasn't done by 10 a.m. Let's take a break and we'll talk about the bad karma bowl, the the Bills and the Vikes. All right, coming back. Game of the year, Bills-Vikings. Minnesota wins in Buffalo. They come back from 17. Jefferson makes, in my opinion, the greatest catch I've ever seen in the circumstances, right? There's been, we've had better catches probably. But I don't know if you have to qualify. Fourth down? 
I it don't was know. like a combination of the Odell catch and the Tyree catch mm-hmm. and fourth down. I still don't know how the ball didn't hit the hit the ground. Um, he just took over the game in this crazy way on the road. And it's hard to come out. I know there's a million ways they could have lost the game, but it's hard not to come out of that game with a little more respect for the Vikes, who I wasn't taking seriously. And now coming out of that game, I'm like, all right, we'll talk about the Buffalo part in a second, but Minnesota's going to be the two seed, right? Yeah. You come out of that game and you're like, all right, that's a really good win. They went into Buffalo. They came from behind. They answered some questions. Um, yep. They got some stops and I'm impressed. Well, listen, we already got some, you and I, I know you don't check your mentions on Twitter and who knows how long Twitter will be around, but we already got some preemptive hate from Vikings fans. Like we, I, I can't wait for Simmons and Sal to go on and say how the Bills choked and the Vikings aren't good. And uh, so let's do that. Let's People said that about want. us? Yeah, they Those did. Those motherfuckers. Elon, get rid of Twitter. <laughs> Blow that thing up. Come get on, Elon, away. buddy. I had the Vikings in underdog parlay with the Browns who lost by 29 points, but that was they were underdog parlay good. picks. That was no, a I, real good comeback and they played defense and that catch was the, I don't know, it was definitely top five that I've ever seen. But I also think if the D-back wasn't born, he doesn't catch that ball. I kind of feel like he helped them catch it somehow yeah. in an impossible way. And yet it was great. And then, and then it was like, wasn't it fourth and long or third and long when they threw to him and it was he drew a pass interference? Like no matter what, anything going his way was going to be a positive for uh, Kirk Cousins and Josh Allen. Well, I don't know. I, I, have we praised the Vikings enough? Can we go on to on to how um, bad Josh Allen was? I don't know. What more do you want to say? Patrick Peterson's great. Uh, yeah, uh, Cook was terrific running the ball. Thielen made some good. I don't know what else I should say. But the but field goal quiet- kicker is the best I've ever seen. Even though he missed an extra point, it was crucial. Well, I don't know. What what else should we say? That was They're his good. fourth mixed extra point, and that's how they're yeah. going to lose in the playoffs because that fucking oh. field goal kicker is going to kill them in the playoffs. So, j- and the Vikings fans know yeah. it. Joseph, they, mm-hmm. he's he's lingering, like Damian Omen. Um, Cousins <laughs> throws for three fifty seven, one yeah. touchdown, two picks. He needs Jefferson to make one of the great plays of all time, just to keep the last drive alive. He gets tripped by his own lineman twice, at least from, I think I watched the entire game. I've never seen a quarterback get tripped by his own lineman or when he's handing the ball off, looks like he's like a drunk guy stumbling out of a cab. Yeah. And he's just like, he's lurching around. And yet the fucking guy makes great throws sometimes where you're like, Jesus, that Mm -hmm. was a seed. Um, Mm -hmm. But just classic. Like they have a fourth and goal. And it's like, man, I love the QB sneak 99% of the time. But this guy, like he's one of the clumsiest quarterbacks. Bledsoe's the clumsiest. This guy's in the top five. Mm. And we're like, man, QB sneak, do you do it with him? Do you risk it? I was watching with a friend of mine. We're like, do you risk it? And of course, he does the QB sneak. Somehow doesn't get it. But it sets up the all the right moves where Ampai Pai just has to, you know, Uh. either take a safety or whatever. Allen fumbles it. All of a sudden, they take the lead. Allen does this great drive for OT and then the Vikes win. But yeah, let's talk about Buffalo. What'd you see? All right. Well, I, you know, I don't know where you want to go. I mean, Allen's thrown like four bad red zone interceptions in the last two weeks, right? So I, I, I'm waiting for the MVP odds to pop, uh, pop up, but I don't think he's at the top anymore. I know he and Mahomes shared the spot. Um, I'll give him credit because he wasn't going to play. He wasn't supposed to play. And then he makes that tackle on the first bad interception they threw in the end zone that Peterson runs out. And didn't you think when they went to commercial, I'm like, oh, he's done. I thought he was like grabbing his leg or something too, but no, he threw yeah. his like shoulder into that tackle. And then uh, he had a couple of scrambles too, where he like really doled it out. And I was watching, going, 
I thought he wasn't, you know, contact was supposed to be a little nerve wracking yeah. with that injury, but it didn't seem like he cared. That's what gets me crazy about Dak. Like he didn't like take off once. I mean, but Allen, like for a big guy, is so so damn fast. But that's where the yeah. phrase is going to end for me today. Because first of all, on that quarterback sneak, and it was the right call. You can't take a safety there because then you're punting with 40 seconds left, and they just need a field goal to win right. Minnesota. Right? He just so, rushed the snap because he was so nervous yeah, everyone, about getting. Yeah, everyone's freaking out about it being the wrong play. It's like just connect with the snap like you did on 70 plays before that. You know, right? And. But the other thing is running backs, you could have both running backs shove you as hard as they can in the ass and, you know, you'll go forward and you'll also be be around if the ball is fumbled. So I don't know what happened to those guys. That should have been like a concerted effort there. But right. uh, they did fumble it and they got it right back. And uh, and that was it. And that really. But then you want to talk about Gabriel Davis. Can, wait, catch, can you right? can you go remember ahead. that ever happening before in an actual NFL game? I feel like it's happened in college. I don't remember the team fumble handoffs. I've seen it. Yeah, but not not snaps like that. But a fumbled snap on like your own two inch line that the defense no. recovers in the end zone for the go ahead right. touchdown. I cannot remember happening. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't remember it either. But that was just the beginning of like, I, I don't know. That was like that was such an emotional run because I, I wouldn't have been on this podcast right now if Bills plus uh, three and a half didn't cover because I was adjusted <laughs> and I had a lot of money on that. <laughs> And I was like, I mean, think about when they're up 10 with the ball, what mm. has to go wrong for them to not cover three and a half, you know, but um, uh, actually it was four and a half. But uh, the Gabriel Davis thing is why no one ended up feeling bad for the Bills, right? Why? That catch that they that catch that they needed to review and they never did. Right. That was yeah. bad. I don't. Yeah. I just don't understand how we miss stuff like that at this point in 2022 yeah. where we'll miss. We'll get 98% of this stuff, but like but mm -hmm. arguably the biggest play of the game. And they're like, just keep it going because the clock stopped. The clock was stopped. There wasn't yeah. any rush job there. Yeah, that was bad. But but I also think they might have gotten in field goal range anyway, because they ended up kicking from like the nine. Right. Anyway. So but uh, I've, I yeah, have two questions for rough. you. Two mm -hmm. unrelated questions. They're in second place. If it came out that Allen got hurt like four weeks ago mm -hmm. and had a serious elbow injury and they've just been hiding it, would you be surprised? No, and he should say that anyway. I mean, after the fourth red zone interception in seven days, I think uh, I think you should maybe say that. It's he, been so like, good, though, too. He looks so good sometimes, too, though. That's the weird thing. But he's turned back into the guy from two years ago who can look awesome, and then you just don't trust him at all in these big throws. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can only have one wide receiver the rest of this season. Do you take Tyreek or Justin Jefferson? Um, Tyreek or Justin Jefferson? You're trying to uh, win the Super Bowl. You first pick with one of those two guys. I think I think Justin Jefferson. I think. Right? Who do you take? I actually think I'd take Tyreek. I'm going to screw it up, but... I think what Tyreek is doing in these games is... Mm -hmm the the speed threat with him and that like these plays where Tua underthrows it and I can't the throws are so bad that I'm mm -hmm. not this isn't a two insult but it's happened 10 times this year the underthrows are so bad I almost feel like they have to be intentional mm -hmm. where they use Tyreek's speed and he blows by the guy but also can stop faster than the guy yeah. and cut backwards faster than the guy so he can basically catch anything that's thrown where him in stride but then anything that's underthrown, he can come back and get. 
He can yeah. run those slants. Anytime you have third and two or fourth and two, which the Chiefs used to love to do with him, he, they could put him in motion and get that little like three-yard slant thing. And the mm -hmm. defense just seems so terrified. Like I saw there was some Tua MVP thing today. And Mike Lombardi was saying this um, last week about how he thought Tyreek was the MVP, which I to me it's Mahomes because I don't feel like they have, you know, an all like through at this point in the season. I just don't think they have an elite skill guy other than Kelsey. And the His stuff Mahomes is doing. Just too yeah. good at this point. It's like it's, 24 It doesn't matter who he plays yeah. with. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I would, I, th I think Lombardi's right. I think Tyreek, the impact that he has, it's just like the, the, you just, he's always there. It's like a basketball yeah. player where like that, it's like seeing Durant or something where you're just like, the guy's always there. He's going to get his 30, 35. He's going to hit threes. You're going to have to double team him. You're just going to have to do shit. So I would probably, I would have Mahomes one, but I, I do think Tyreek's probably two for me. Well, I, Mahomes won. Oh, but oh, for MVP. For MVP. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. As far as Jefferson and I don't really feel like you can cover either one of them. I honestly yeah. don't. Like, I'm, you get so mad. Like, just cover Jefferson. Just do it. What is Thielen going to be? Who cares? Like, and then you look at like the wide view, and it's like, oh yeah, he's just getting open every single time. So, can I take Christian Watson out of the three? <laughs> well, well, the pace, at the pace, Christian Watson's on maybe. Oh, all right. So fan. I'm Fanduel. The Bills are minus one eighty to win the AFC East right now. The Dolphins are mm. plus 240 and the Jets are 11 to 1. Um, I mention this because the Dolphins have a better record than the Bills. Hold on, so what about your team? Well, how do you not mention your team at 16? Yeah, I might. Have, you, have you seen Mac Jones this season? I'm not going to talk about You have the Jets. You're home nah. against the Jets next week. Well, I'd like up. to see Mac. Can I see Mac play good for three hours this season? Um, All right. I think the Dolphins should be favored. When we're throwing well, they were in like four the, to one. They were four to one when we had this conversation last week, right? So now they're two four. Do you say? Yeah, but when you throw in the Allen thing, mm -hmm. where he might genuinely be hurt, you throw in all sure. the injuries they've had, and then you know I gotta say, like, you know, I had Cleveland today, and the game was over pretty much immediately. Um, the Wilson Mostert combo, and Mostert, like he, you know, he plays five games and then he gets hurt. He's out for seven games. Like that's probably mm -hmm. why the Niners didn't care about getting rid of him. But those two guys are like good running backs and they know how to run in that scheme. Yeah. And I just feel like, I don't even think we saw their punter today. The the uh, the Dolphins. They didn't punt. I don't think they punted. They scored yeah, six out of first seven drives. Yeah, I had that game on the whole game. I don't ever remember punt. seeing them. Yeah, so, not one. I don't know, man. I was looking up the 99 Rams and, you know, that's, that's hallowed ground because you got Marshall Falk. He was like, mm -hmm. Marshall Falk was 1381 rushing and 1048 receiving that year. They had Bruce and Holt. They had Oz Akeem, video game legend. Oh, yeah. Oz um, Akeem. They had, uh, they had Warner, 43, 53 yards, 41 TDs. They scored 526 points. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not saying the Dolphins are that good, but they're, it's now surprising if they don't get 30 points in a game again, unless they're playing somebody awesome. Rest of the way, they have Houston next week, and then it gets tough the last six. They got San Francisco, Chargers, Buffalo, Green Bay, Pats. Jets. Yeah. Two is seven and one in games he's played. Right. Well, they're and off I, next week, right? Yeah, they have yeah, they're off. in two weeks. Yep. Yeah. But I think you can make the case mm -hmm. that their offense is probably the best unit of anything in the AFC, right? Right now. Is that fair? Anything in the AFC. Sure, they're, yeah. They're, the Dolphins offense is the single best something mm -hmm. in the AFC right now, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, 
Oh, I, have you seen the Jag special teams? No, no, you're right. Yeah, the, uh, definitely their offense. But does it come down to them winning in Buffalo? I know they beat them already, but the head-to-head, I don't know what the tiebreaker is if we're talking about actually winning the division and then the rest of the schedule, the rest of the way. But they're owed a game, and I think it's late in the season against Buffalo, right? Yes. Well, but you're I right about be- the, but you're right about the Allen thing. If he's banged up or has to sit a game, then then you're going to make too much of a difference there. Also, they've they've you know defensively they're pretty banged up. Like White didn't play mm-hmm. today, Porter didn't play today. They have a yeah. pass rush, and that's about it. I two is better than I thought it was going to be. I wasn't a For huge sure. fan. I uh, I was not a believer. I I knew there was a path for them to go ten and seven, eleven and six, whatever, because somebody was going to do it in the AFC. But I think his his release now, he just right away he's making these quick one second decisions, and I don't know, it's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Now the Browns have a terrible defense, and then you look at all the teams they played the last few weeks, and they haven't really played any good teams. The, the schedule is going to get tougher. I still want to see how he reacts when somebody's sending the house at him and he's taking some hits. He's had two concussions this year. So there's some red flags with that. My point is plus 240 doesn't seem, that seems too high to me. Well, why are they so disrespected by Vegas? Even today was three point. Everybody loves him. Everybody want to talk, you know, we just did five minutes on the Dolphins in their offense. Yeah. And it's going to be one of the best comparing it to the Rams of old and everything. Why were they only three point? We need to come up with a, a, a name or a term for those spreads that seem so easy. And yet we run away from it. Like like three-card Monty. Like, I, I swear the ball is under the shell to the mm. left, but that's what they want you to think. So I'm going to take the other shell, which isn't even... Nope, I was wrong. So that that infuriated me more than any other line this week. Because you're right, it was over early, and it was only three. And they were at home. It made no well, sense. You're well, asking, you're asking somebody who had the Browns money line. Um, yeah. I took, I, plus, that, I took the points, too. Yeah. There's like five games this year that screwed me up for the next couple of weeks after the result of the game. And one of them was mm-hmm. that Browns-Bengals game. That game the Monday, on Halloween. The Halloween game. Yeah, the yeah. Browns destroyed the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And it looked like they had some stuff going on. And now you look back. And you just think, God, that Bengals just played the shitty game and the Browns played really well. Which seems like that's the case for 24 of the 32 teams this year. Yeah. They could have a Browns-Bengals game. And then they can get absolutely destroyed like the Browns did today. Why is it so hard? It doesn't need to be this hard. Man, maybe you should just start zagging. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I The Allen thing, I don't know, man. I it, He has not looked right. It's the best way I can say it. Just watching, I don't like the look on his face. I don't feel like he has the same swagger. And he looks like a guy to me that's legitimately hurt. And I don't know mm-hmm. how much they're covering up. I will say with that game today, though, because the Vi- I, you know, my best friend's a Vikings fan, and mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it had all the makings of the classic Vikings loss, the fourth down and one or whatever. But sometimes, like you go against a team that has just as bad karma as you do, and the Vikings met their match in the Bills. The Bills were like, "Hold my beer. Yeah. You think it's gonna be a bad loss? Watch this. We're we're the Buffalo right. Bills. We lost four straight Super Bowls. <laughs> Settle down." What did um, their poor fans do to anybody? But and that, uh, but on the other hand, let's let's. This is not even a consideration. We're not this down on Josh Allen if they get the snap right, right? Yeah, that's fair. Just come down to that. That's fair. There were some bad throws in that game, though. Yeah, I mean, like he had three. Oh my God, what was he looking at? 
Um, quickly before we do guess the lines. Um, things I was wrong about this year heading into the season. I'm just gonna list mm. them quickly. That's gonna be quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up. I'm just gonna rip through them. <laughs> Green Bay is uh, a Super Bowl team. Carolina yeah, being the sneaky NFC team. Since he has a contender, I think I was wrong. Mac Jones being a good quarterback. Um, mm. Shorting Indian Tennessee. Not believing in Tua. I thought the Bears were going to be the worst team. Me too. And I thought Jeff Saturday was going to be a historic disaster that we'd laugh about <laughs> forever and ever. That's so far. That's uh, all the stuff I've been wrong just in 10 weeks. There's more to come. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got year. you beat. I got you beat. I had the Saints winning the NFC South. I had the same thing with the Raiders. I don't know if you can count the Bengals out. You said the Bengals being a contender's out. They might yeah. make it. They'll be in the same spot they were last year. They'll be well. Like Ch a, Chase might come back. They yeah. Chase isn't on the IR. He might actually uh, circle back. Yeah. I got to say the Saints was one of the few things I might have nailed because I was I was so dubious of Dennis Allen just remembering him from his Raiders tenure, mm -hmm. and people are like, "Yeah, Dennis Allen. He knows the system." It's like Dennis Allen. It's like one yeah. of the worst coaches the last 10 years. Uh, quickly, before we go to break. So, KC 7-2, Miami 7-3, Tennessee 6-3, Baltimore 6-3. Those are our four, uh, those are our four uh, division seeds right now. Mm -hmm. Jets and Buffalo 6-3. And, and then Cincinnati, New England, and the Chargers all 5-4. Right. If you had to pick, let's, let's put Buffalo in the playoffs. Right. So I'm giving you Jet six and three with Zach Wilson, who nobody trusts, and we've yet to see make even a decent throw in a game that mm -hmm. mattered. Um, I guess he's made a couple, but you know what I mean. Um, mm -hmm. Since he five and four, New England five and four, Chargers five and four. What two are you taking out of those four? I don't think I'm taking the Jets. I think they go away soon. Um, they're at your Patriots. They're yeah. home for the Bears, which I. I I think that's a toss-up for anybody now. They're at the Vikings. They're at the Bills. You know, they play, uh, they're, and they're at the Dolphins to end the season and at the Seahawks. I think they go away. So what are my choices? Cincinnati, I'll take. And I don't want to say the Chargers here, but uh, I think your team. I think your team. Wow. I really do. Can I give you uh, Jeff Saturday and Matt Ryan at four, five, and one? You can have them <laughs> as well if you're interested in them. Um, now they'll Browns, come to their senses. You'll be right. I wish the Browns were four and five because then we could start being like, well, when Deshaun comes back, but three mm -hmm. and six, I think is insurmountable. Yeah, I want to see I, Deshaun blow it, right? Now I'm at this point where I want that guy yeah, to it blow been fun. it. I don't, yeah. well, why is this fun rooting against Brissett? That would have been fun. Well, the reason I bring this up is there is a world where we could have four AFC's playoff teams. Yeah, we said that about the NFC also, right? Yeah, but, but this really um, could happen because the, all that means is the Bengals and Chargers don't make it. Mm -hmm. That's that outcome. So we'll see. I'm higher on this Jets team than you because I think their defense, um, I picked up their defense in a couple fantasy leagues. Their defense has been like quietly racking up all kinds of shit the last you did something weeks. ridiculous. You bid fifteen. I know you're a rich, rich man, but you bid fifteen dollars on the Jets' defense, and they're not even—they were off this week, and you had to get another defense, right? You act like that was 
Fifteen dollars. <laughs> I thought the Jets were playing this week. I I looked at the schedule wrong, so I bid fifteen dollars. I don't care if they're playing every game. Fifteen dollars well, for a hundred dollars. I had a hundred dollars left. I needed to spend money on something. Wow. Yeah, but no well, one's bid more than two. All right. Fifteen. That's God bless. Our season's <laughs> over after week thirteen. What am yeah, I going to do? Right. Take the money into the off season? I need, <laughs> needed the Jets defense. Um, a couple, couple other things that happened. Cooper Cup finally got hurt. We've only been yeah. predicting that for ten weeks. Um, there's some Kyler Murray Ewing, Ewing theory stuff going on, and Kadarius Tony. <laughs> I know you hate Giants fans more than just about anything. I do. Kadarius Tony lighting it up today against the Jaguars really made Giants fans upset and angry and hurt their feelings. And especially when he did the one-legged tiptoe down that, like, that's it. He's public enemy number one. I can't wait for right. Chiefs Giants in, in Giants Stadium will be great. But he oh, actually looked pretty fun. good in that game. He did. He's good. I mean, I, I don't know if it's a case that Mahomes just ends up making everybody look good. But uh, yeah, for a fit that quickly, um, yeah, they have to be happy with that. And I think Galladay or Galladay dropped a a bad ball today. And the yeah, Giants, he did. they should just wait. Even though even though they covered, they, they had trouble with that team. Yeah, what did he run thirty five times? Barkley, ever run uh, thirty five times against the freaking Texans? He must be like, hey, this is supposed to be everyone's week off, even though we had a week off last week. What's going I had on that here? game on one of the TVs because I had a Giants fan over, and the Giants tried to mm -hmm. give that game away for three hours. Yeah, Houston just wasn't good enough to grab it, but they were lingering, lingering. They kept passing the twenty-five yard line, and they always had the ball. And they were, I don't know, they the Giants were uh, the Giants are <laughs> the Giants are they to they're going to win eleven games. They're going to oh win eleven. They can't not win eleven games. I'm looking at it. Let's take a break, and then we'll do guest lines. Before I guess the lines quickly, I did the AFC before. NFC, Philly's 8-0, Minnesota's 8-1. Uh -huh. So we have the top two seeds basically locked unless something funky happens. Seattle's 6-4. Tampa's 5-5. Five five. Those are our four division seeds right now. And then we have Giants 7-2, Dallas 6-3, and, and the Niners 5-4. Those are probably our playoff teams. I'm trying to think who could crash that party. And I think the really, Niners in Seattle switch, but I, yeah, but one will but get the But you know what I mean? In, in some, yeah, yeah, sure. Yep. So really it's the Packers would be the only one I think you can make a case. In there. Who's crashing yeah. the party is a seven seed or a six seed. Maybe, maybe it's the them. commies. Maybe Joe House's commies after they pull the upset tomorrow. You think the commerce can do it? I do. I do. I think they got off to a little bit of a slow start, but they're in the mix like everybody else now. Packers have a brutal schedule last, left. They they I still know. have the Dolphins. They have the Vikings. They have the Eagles. They've got yep. a sneaky at Chicago game. So maybe it's not then. So you think, so the Commanders, they have, well, they're Eagles this week. So they'll be four and six. Well, I feel like you didn't know. Not so fast with that one. But I feel like you do with the AFC East, except you're not giving your team a chance. But I do feel any every one of those teams can make it they don't play each other that much to knock it off, knock off like losses, uh, too many losses. So commanders could be up there. Somebody forwarded me a clip of Carolina's roadmap to the playoffs. <laughs> and it's actually kind of doable. In the NFL? It, yeah. <laughs> they, they, it, they need to win four games and they can do mm -hmm. it. They have the Steelers, the Lions, 
the Bucks in week 16 and then the Saints in week 17. Mm-hmm. So they'd have to win, I think, those four. And then they'd yeah. have to get lucky with, they'd have to either beat the Ravens, the Broncos, or the Panthers in the next three games. Now, the Broncos stink. So, right. um, and they're three and seven. This I'm just trying to figure out ways that we could have the NFC South isn't done yet because Tampa's only five and five. I'm not ready to be like, here's your NFC South title, Tampa. Well, this is, we, we got to start looking, and this is going to piss off the Vikings fans who are so vocal on Twitter uh, with us, but uh, so you said they're locked into the two seed. I'm, I want there to be a good seven seed we could bet on here. I was thinking it might Against be the Giants, the but yes, but I think the Giants are going to be too good. I don't think there's any way they get a seven. So it's any of those teams. It's like Seattle or Dallas. I think it's Seattle or Dallas right now. Tampa's minus 420 to win the division on FanDuel. And Carolina's 34 to 1. Maybe that's how I save million dollar picks. I just put all the deficit (laughs) on Carolina 34 to 1. You've learned a lot. (laughs) It's it's funny. All the divisions are pretty much, you know, heavy, heavy favorites, except Bills are minus 180. Mm -hmm. And then what's the other one? The uh the Niners division. The Niners are minus 220. And that's really. Now, I know we go back and forth with Jimmy G, but did he throw downfield once? I think he threw past the sticks like once today, and it's uh, it's an effective offense, but it's also so boring if he can't throw fifteen yards downfield. I I feel bad, Kyle. Don't listen to this part. Just take a walk, maybe go take a pee or something. Jimmy no, G's been not. Jimmy G's been bad this year. Like I, I don't really yeah. feel like there's any difference between him and the ten other mediocre or worse quarter. Like, is Jimmy G better than Davis Mills? I don't think he is. Is he better than Mac so Jones? Either. Or is he better than, I don't know, Jared Goff? Like, is there a difference between like 11 of these guys? Kenny Pickett? Does it really matter? They're all kind of around sacked. the same, right? Yeah, they're going to they're gonna it, it, throw the three drop picks. and Yeah, it's not even spectacular with the crossing routes. And keep in mind, I've had I had Debo Samuel, and I need like five points from him in many fantasy leagues, so I'm extra pissed off. But yeah, he doesn't throw. They they have I want to say a lot of weapons, but they I I almost think he's confused by how much he can go to right because what do you have? You have Mitchell, you have McCaffrey, you have Ayuk, you have Samuel, you have Kittle. Kittle hardly ever touches the ball now. Right, Dude, so I think they, it's like they, too big a menu. They scored 19 points today. It's embarrassing, yeah. and they're in the red zone, and they don't have no idea what to do when they're in the red zone. Right. I don't. I think it's been bad. It's interesting. The Lance thing might have been a bigger what if than I think we realized when it happened. Because even if Lance was doing like a Fields impersonation, that's still more interesting than a lot of the stuff Jimmy G's doing. I I don't know what happened to him this year. Maybe his shoulder's just not the same anymore. You know, he had the bad shoulder yeah, injury maybe. last year. But all right, Thursday night. We have Green Bay at home. Green Bay could be five and six and back in the mix by Thursday night. Hmm. Um, they're playing Tennessee. I got this exactly. I'm warning you. Right okay. off the bat. Congrats. Wait, what's your right? You're five, two, and three heading into week 11. I had the Packers by two and a half. <laughs> All right. We tied. Yeah, it's two it's and a two half. It's two and a half? Oh, excellent. I can't even, I can't even gain on you in the first one. Well, yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be three. So where yeah, does that line end up? I think that's pretty fair. Well, so the Cowboys were jumped to five and then went down to like three and a half, four. Hmm. Maybe, maybe Green Bay gives three. I didn't watch a lot of Tannehill today. Uh, 
I did have that game on the TV. I decided to sacrifice Titans Broncos, and I think it was the right call. Pretty good. Yeah, there was no score for a long, long time. So, and then Jerry Judy got hurt, but uh, I didn't even see his numbers. But I guess he was okay. Yeah, Vrabel's at the point where if it's like it's my shitty team against your shitty team, I'm winning every time. He's like a poker player where it's like I have a four and a six, and you have like a jack two. I'm I'm gonna win the hand. I just am. I'm just gonna bully you. Yeah, I'm gonna stare you down. I'm gonna do weird stuff, and you're gonna be on the defensive, and I'm taking the pot. Yeah, they had 307 total yards. It was nothing. nothing. And even uh, Henry, it was only 63 total rushing yards for the team. Yeah, today it was like, Traylon, Traylon Burks is back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody picked him up Ooh, in fantasy like, on oh, Saturday night. Oh, awesome. He was really <laughs> lighting it up before it got hurt. Um, <laughs> Sunday marquee game. Your team's involved. This mm-hmm. is quite a game. This I gets missed, me mad. I miss Troy and... Uh, I miss Troy and Joe today. And I thought yeah. Olsen was pretty good. I thought Olsen pointed out some good stuff in that game. I, I actually thought they were pretty solid, but it, it just, that would have been a really fun Aikman-Buck game because yeah, I think Aikman, I just think he would have been harder on Dak. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? I, I think he, I think I, he would I have like gone Olsen after him too. a little. I think Olsen, there was one thing that I laughed at, Christian Watson's first touchdown. He's like, that might be the biggest catch of his career. It's like, well, he's a rookie. Um, he has one rushing touchdown. He has no receiving touchdowns. And yeah, it was in Lambeau. And he's like, he's got his ass in the stand. He's sitting with the fans right now. So yeah, I would say that's the biggest. And then yeah. he had two more just as big after that. Thanks for coming, Greg. Um, <laughs> this game's in Minnesota. Fortunately for Kirk Cousins, not a night game. It oh, is right. the national game. Mm-hmm. It's. I had a lot of trouble with this because the line is either Minnesota by three or Minnesota by two and a half. And I stared at it for a long time. And I stared at it and I kept staring at it and I ended up at Minnesota by three. All right, we're going to be just as wrong because I had Minnesota by three. The Cowboys are favored by one and a half. What? That's so stupid. What? It doesn't make any sense at all. And now I have no idea what to do with this game. I'll double check, but let's see. (sighs) I'm stunned by that. Cowboys one and a half. Yeah. How does what that the, the better record? They're at home. Are they gonna listen, be Cowboys fans there? What you what said is the Vikings this? fans are mad at us. They should be mad at the people that set the lines. Yes. Put your anger toward them. We're on your side. Exactly. We like the Vikings. Right. And now I'm gonna bet the Cowboys and they're gonna lose by 30. <laughs> is there How any much, way this could it, do, it does get dark late now right uh, or early rather. yeah maybe the, if this goes to overtime it will be technically be a night game maybe I don't know how much is the when they do Cowboys Vikes is the the inevitable Drew Pearson highlight of him pushing off oh, for the yeah. game winner that's push that off. factors in by three points point. right that's three three extra <laughs> right. points for the Cowboys yeah because the Vikings Roger fans the see that it's like yeah. it's like me seeing <laughs> the ball going through Buckner's legs uh, <laughs> Wow, I'm so Cowboys. irrational about all this. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I still got mad at Jason Garrett uh, for for the Cowboys' loss today, even though he has nothing to do with it. And then two hours later, I have to see him on there. <laughs> so bad. It is crazy Holy. that they picked him. <laughs> like they're like, how about this guy? People know who Jason Garrett is. They know him because he's the guy who just clapped incoherently during during Cowboys games. Uh, yeah. As the Cowboys fans wonder what the fuck he did. Let's put him on TV. Right. 
This will uh, be good. He's not bad. He's not good. I just like, it, there's no weight. He never won anything. I don't feel like, at least Tony Dungy won a Super Bowl. I'm like, all right, so Tony smug. Dungy coached some good teams. It. I'm never going to stop hating. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know it's irrational. I'm a child, a petulant child, but I, I, I can't stand what he did. Well, I feel team. like that. I really, mean, Rick, when I saw Rick Patino and Rick Patino started doing well in college, it, it, it made me mad mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. I just hated him for the rest of my life for what he did to the Celtics. Right. So I get it. The, yeah, uh, it's like, I, I, I'm an idiot and I see how much he sucks at everything. Why can't, oh, oh someone's going to pay him a lot more than just keep paying him to suck? All right. He should, the, the Raiders coach should pay him too. He's going to pay the three coaches. <laughs> should also just yeah. send Jason Garrett checks. Oh, the owner? Yeah. <laughs> or the owner, yeah, yeah. There. yeah. By the way, I was driving... God, what day was that? Thursday night? Maybe it was today. And Mike Mayock was doing color for one of the games. Mm-hmm. The guy who was the Raiders GM for like eight, like two years. For yeah, yeah, he was doing radio? Yeah, yeah he, was the, he was the radio color guy. And he put together one of the worst, I think, draft three-year runs like in the history of football. <laughs> and then it's like he's breaking down what's going to happen on third and eight. I was impressed. <laughs> um I guess I shouldn't talk because I yeah, exactly. for five million dollar picks this week. We're only like 15 years doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> the watchables. I have two games. One we mentioned earlier, the Pats and the Jets in New England. Mm-hmm. My dad came out today. He's um, oh, nice. came out officially today as a Zappy guy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's throwing his support behind Zappy. Um, he thinks Mac is broken. And mm-hmm. has no faith in him whatsoever. So that happened. He can win you back with this game, with this very game. It's supposed to be a the you know a stout defense. Get a lucky couple trick plays over the bye week. I don't think Belichick lets you lose this one. Jeff really, Saturday really would come in, and two days in, he would be like, <laughs> "My QB is Bailey Zappi." <laughs> I have New England at home, favored by two and a half points over the Jets. Ooh, do I get this? Yes. I said four and a half. It's four. No, that's too high. They can beat no. us. The Pats aren't that good, so. Jets are going away. We have a really good defense, and that's about it. And a good running back. What is Zach Wilson's stats against you guys? I would love to know. Not great. Not great at yeah. all. The other watchable game, and I think it has to be in here, even though it's going to be a high mm-hmm. line. I just think Josh Allen, I think he has to be in the watchables because I want to I'm see what you. the fuck, is he healthy? What's going on with this guy? Like, I'm, I know I'm going to be watching this. So I have mm-hmm. the Bills favored by uh, 10 and a half at home over the Browns. Oh, uh, you just nudged me. I said 11. I went way too high and you went high. It's, it's eight and a half. Mm. You get it. Okay. Well, now you want to tease that, huh? That's what you're saying? <laughs> I'm not putting Josh Allen in any sort of bet. I might not wow. bet anymore. I've been thinking about just moving to basketball. I, I, I have the <laughs> Sacramento Kings over 35. I just I just want to root for the Kings yeah, and know, the Celtics. But, That's well, it. but if you try to bet a day to day, you're gonna get you're gonna kill yourself. Fairly watchables. Falcons Bears is the first one. It's the two quarterbacks mm-hmm. who love to run around, and if they're thrown more than 20 times, you're in a lot of trouble. Um yep. It's a borderline loser leaves town match. The Bears might have oh. already left town. I have the Falcons by three in Atlanta. 
Yeah, we both had three. It is exactly three. Yeah. They were so bad Thursday night, Falcons. I guess the weather was bad. We could have predicted it. You had Carolina. You must have had Carolina Thursday. I didn't bet that game. I stayed away. Hmm. I've oh, lost enough money was... in the Panthers this year. I had no more. I had no more Panthers money to give. Oh yeah, they were coming off that terrible loss, right? Yeah, I just, I just couldn't do it. PJ yeah. Walker broke my heart a, a week ago. Mm-hmm. By the way, he tried to throw the Falcons a couple picks in that game, and they just dropped him. But Mariota yeah, had true. five of the worst plays of the season in that game. He looked like you know. There's some things, whatever. If he doesn't have the skills, it's one thing. But you know, when he's rolling right on like on second and seven, and he, he he just doesn't get rid of the ball and just like runs out of bounds instead. Now it's third and ten. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? You're not a rookie. Don't do that. We have these quarterbacks. That's probably like when you're in Harrison's eight-year-old baseball games where you have the kid that Mm -hmm. comes in and he can throw strikes and then he throws 20 straight balls and starts crying in the mound. Yeah. And you're like, what happened? You were just throwing strikes. Now you, Mm -hmm. now you're throwing eight straight over the catcher's head, right? How are you the same kid? You were just fine five minutes ago. It's kind of like seven quarterbacks this year. Oh, more than that. 10 quarterbacks? (laughs) 27. Like, Mariota, it's like, are you the guy who on Thursday Mm -hmm. night is the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life? Or are you the guy Mm -hmm. that when Carolina scored to go up, um, you know, by three with three, four with three minutes left, you just ripped down the field and put together like a four play ADR drive. Who are you? Which guy are you? I have no idea. Yeah. I think the default is the bad one for all these guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> to be safe, pick the bad one. Um, Giants, Lions. This is in Jersey. The Giants really catching the uh, the schedule ferry, really coming up big, mm-hmm. sprinkling some bad team dust on the Giants. I think this is in the Vegas zone, and I think it's going to be Giants by four and a half. Ah, you got me again. I said five, and I should know better because Vegas zone, Vegas doesn't respect them at all. They're three and a half. Oh, Jesus! You get that one. House. Well, I mean, what park. were they? I think they went. I went. I think they went down to three and a half today against the Texans, right before kickoff. What were you saying about House? Well, he was all excited about the Jared Goff cold weather stats. Oh, right. And of course, Jared right. Goff. They ended up <laughs> orchestrated to come back today. So this is another cold weather Jared Goff game. We'll see. Well, the Jared Goff. Um, Garbage time stats trump anything anyone can present, right? So <laughs> it doesn't matter what the weather is. It's really crazy. Playing in a ship. Uh, speaking of the Panthers, my Panthers, they're in Baltimore <laughs> against the Ravens, who Dobbins is now out. Bateman's out for the year. Mark Andrews might not be playing. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Everyone's excited about Isaiah Likely, but I'm positive he's not Mark Andrews. Right. Um, and yet I like I still like that Ravens team. They just keep losing guys. So I'm like, you know what? Good coach, great kicker, good enough defense. Lamar will do some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I I just have to I just feel like I'm still taking them seriously. So I'm gonna put this line Baltimore by seven and a half. Oh wow, you are gonna be surprised. Eyes at ten and a half. It's twelve and a half. No, oh, that's too high. Come on. That's stupid. I'm, be- I'm going to have to bet the Panthers again. No, God don't do it. it. Don't you dare why, do why it. Why are they doing <laughs> this to me? Why did, wait, what, what, let's look at what they do on the road. Are they that much worse on the road? They must be terrible on the road. The Panthers, I feel like they're better on the road. Well, they lost that 
They went to Cincinnati and lost by 21, right? All right, that wasn't I guess great. They lost by th- I guess they lost by three to the Falcons. They lost by 14 to the Rams, and nobody loses to the Rams. Yeah, um, not, not great. This, none of this info uh, is making me feel better. I guess they lost by three to the Giants. Mm. I don't know. Is that all they're for? I don't, I don't know. know. Can I, you I give, was, can you give Steve Wilkes and PJ Walker this many points? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, what are we talking about? That's a lot. Should the Ravens be favored by a 12 and a half over anyone in the league? That's gigantic. That's, I that's mean, that's one of the like, top three spreads this year. Also, right? the Panthers can get garbage time touchdowns. That's stupid. That line's too high. Mm. All right. Good luck. So we have a Steelers Bengals game in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. That might actually turn out to be a good game because TJ Watt came back today. Mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick missed because of appendicitis, but he's back next week. And when that Steelers defense has all their guys, it's actually pretty good defense. Pickett's not horrific. He's, I wouldn't say he's good, but he's somewhere like, what, two, three levels below mediocre? Mm-hmm. It's still passable. Better than Mason <laughs> Rudolph. Um, that could get you it, all pro this year if you're two or three levels below mediocre. Right, right. Um, division rivalry. Tomlin's had some success against the Bengals over the years, I'm pretty sure. Um, and the Steelers are good at home, and they'll be fired up for this game. I'm not sure about uh, the Bengals' offensive line on the road. I do think they're going to be favored. I have the Bengals by two and a half in Pittsburgh. Ooh, I get this. I said five and a half. And it's four and a half. So I was closer uh, by a point. But there, I mean, this was, you remember, this was the first game of the year, the, the, that crazy overtime yeah. game where the Steelers won in Cincinnati. So this, we got these to are start, three point we games. have to start looking at these, but we have to start looking at the revenge factor, right? Because yeah. the Panthers cashed in on the revenge factor against the Falcons with that stupid game that was taken away from them because DJ Moore took his helmet off, right? Maybe some of these, yeah. maybe that's a different way or is that too much information? Uh, the, those more analytics that we should just forget about. I'm not listening. Blew that first game. I'm going back to the basics. I'm doing no research at all. I'm just going to make sure nobody's hurt. And this is too okay. many points. <laughs> this is right. these. Are, this will be a three point game. And that's it. I don't need to do anything else. They, we know this is a three point AFC North in Pittsburgh. Mm. This will be a three point game. I think yeah. the line the goes down is, to three and a half. They are going to struggle to score twenty every week. The Steelers, their defense will keep them in there, but they, I, I don't see them scoring more than twenty a lot, the rest of the way. Well, with no Chase, if Chase doesn't play in this game, mm-hmm. I don't know if the Bengals are going to exactly have a ton of fire. T.J. Watt destroyed the Bengals, and we watched that game. Remember that he had like yeah. five sacks in that game. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, all right, the poop factor four four matchups of the poop factor this week. First one is Eagles Colts. This is Indian in Indianapolis mm-hmm. and the Colts are going to be massive underdogs. And I think one of the trends that has happened this year is that the massive home underdogs seem to be covering what? Two thirds of the time. Yeah. Almost something like Over that. 60, any, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Any home dog that's four points and up. This one will be double figures. I think it's going to be Eagles by 10 and a half in Indianapolis. Well, you're closer than I was. I said, Oh, no. Well, you're not. I said seven. It's eight and a half. Look at that. I stole that from you. That's right. they're dying. That. The Eagles they're are dying two. to be teased. And they'll be coming off a short week, too, and traveling. You got to go and watch the Jeff Saturday speech. 
it's it's awesome. He gives this awesome speech where I'm watching. I'm like, God, why didn't I factor this into the whole first game? <laughs> um, how proud he is. We're so tough. And then he brings in the offensive coordinator who's never called a game before this game. And this guy comes in and you're expected this speech and he can like barely put two sentences together. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my God, this guy's the offensive coordinator. He he can, can't talk in public. And then they throw yeah. it to Jim Irsay and Jim Irsay comes in over the top and he gives a speech. It's like fantastic. I loved it. I well, Jim Saturday, he's a polished, he's a polished TV guy, yeah. right? Like if you, if you brought your friend in, if you brought Jacoby in, who I know listens to yeah. this podcast and, um, and roots for me, uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know if I'm going to fall he does short again, for you. Uh, oh, he does. but, uh, but he would be good. Right. In the press conference, like, oh, I don't care what kind of experience he has. He knows what he's talking about. He can put together uh, three sentences, um, you know, and not, you know, not, not be thanking Jesus the whole time or whatever these guys do. It'd be great. Well, Johnny Bananas always gives good toasts on the challenge. Maybe he should be a head coach. <laughs> he'd just yeah. come in. He'd just be good at the post game and the pregame and, uh, <laughs> and he'd delegate the rest of the way. Uh, like next poop Fecta. This game is horrible. I'm, I'm going to try not to watch any of this. Saints at home against the Rams. Mm -hmm. Wow, is this a bad game? Yeah. No Cooper Cup. I gave up on the line. I gave up on the line. I said, pick them. How, how do they know who's quarterback for, for or what's going on? I have Saints by uh, two and a half. You get it. It's Saints by three. But is that without Stafford or does it even matter? Mm -hmm. That Wolf well, is going to be without Cup. It wasn't that good at Wolford. I try to get, you know, I, I know we, we got excited about Colt, my boy, and then McSorley came in and he wasn't bad. And then Colt McCoy came back in and we get caught up in the Ewing theory. And sometimes we sound stupid. We end up saying like, oh, Huntley's better than Lamar Jackson or Mike White's better than Zach Wilson. But, um, but, but these guys really did look like they knew how to run this offense, right? Yeah. I, um, the cards were one of the few bets I won today. As soon as I found out Kyler wasn't playing, I'm just like, I'm in. I'm, I'm blind in on Colt McCoy, who's probably that won like three of his last 20 starts. I just don't think, I think the Kyler thing is just malodorous in Arizona. I don't think he gets along with the coach. What does that mean? I'm going to look that I, up. What does that mean? Malodorous. I think there's a little stench with the Kyler. I, I think if he didn't sign no. that contract, they would have either traded him or they'd be trying to get out of that deal after the year. But, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I watched a game today that certainly seemed like, um, like the cards came to that's play a, today. That's, that's good, for sure. That's a good word. I like that word. Malodorous. You like that? You can smell it. Smelling very unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All that's right. how I thought about Foul Kyler smelling. this season. <laughs> Kyler's reached a point where two, a year and a half ago in our keeper league, I protected him at like what? 15 bucks or 12 bucks. Kyler Murray. No, you bid on the Jets for 15 bucks. Kyler no, no, no. This is a year and a half ago. Okay. <laughs> is Kyler starting yeah, for any is Kyler starting for any fantasy team the rest of the way? Hmm. I don't see a scenario. Isn't he still good for like 50 yards rushing a game? No, he's, he's not. On? He doesn't run like that anymore. And he throws picks oh. and he doesn't throw for like two, three hundred yards. I'm telling you, he's like the 21st quarterback this year in fantasy, something like that. He's really? like QB 21. All right. I never number. know what these guys. I mean, Aaron Rodgers isn't one you would start either. So I guess, I guess you're right. Well, you started Tom Brady in one of our leagues. He runs for, he's, he runs okay. At 60, 36, 30, 100, 42. He's around 50. 
I did talk. But Brady, I think, is like second in yards. I mean, they, they come three at a time. But uh, if you look at his stats, I think only Josh mm. Allen was ahead of him or Burrow was ahead of him. Washington's at Houston. Mm-hmm. I think Washington's going to be favored by two and a half. And I'm not going to watch this game, game either. Oh, you got that exactly right. I said three and a half. So you we tied? Right. Let's count this up. Three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three. I won the last two. So we are tied. And there are three left. You're going to be. Yeah. Right. I, got, I got one exactly. And then two, I was off by like two and a half points. Well, the last poop factor game is Denver hosting the Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. This is really one of those great matchups. The the team that can't stay out of their own way and can't win a close game going against a team that can't stay out of their way and can't win a close game. Right. And I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm going to give the Broncos three points for being at home, and I'm going to say Broncos by three. Damn, that's the one I needed to beat you on. We were, we were tied. It's exactly three. And now you're going to take yeah. these next two. Sorry, Jacob. I don't know if I will. Sunday night, Chiefs Chargers. Nice one. It's in LA, which doesn't matter because there'll be more Chiefs fans than Chargers fans there. I don't know what's going on with this Chargers team this year, but it doesn't seem like they can put 20 points up to save their life. And I'm going to go high. I'm going to say Chiefs by seven. That's amazing. I, I, You really think it's like, I don't know. I, I had four and a half and I thought that was generous. But it is seven. And this is the first game, and we talk about it, and we joke about it, but this is the first game where they've actually said there is not only is there not a home field advantage, we're giving the Chiefs the two two points advantage, I think. I really think that's going on. Seven points? Well, I seven? think they just I think that they treat it like a neutral field thing, right? This game might as well be in like Munich or London or Mexico City. Does it matter where it is? No, but I think it's going the other way. I think they're like, oh, there's going to be red jerseys everywhere. So let's give the Chiefs a two-point benefit from what would be a neutral game. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Chiefs are just that much better and the Chargers, you know. Well, I mean, he really Chiefs doesn't have travel. anyone to throw to. Yeah. yeah I would have guessed, I'm, if it was in Kansas City, I would have guessed seven and a half. Hmm. So it's like a half point difference. So that's what I mean. It doesn't really matter. It's like, it's so strange. But Monday he's got to get one of those guys back. He can't throw these these guys all the time. Who is it? Who's he throwing to? Like, uh, well, Carter the, and Juju and, took Everett wasn't even there. No, well, I'm talking about the chart, the, like uh, I know, Herbert. but on the Chiefs yeah. side, Juju won't play next week. He got he got right. n- almost knocked out. Right, right, right. Yeah. So maybe yeah. there'll be weapons missing on both sides. You're right though. They, it's a little tough without Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. It and was then, a good game. They played already this year, right? Wasn't it? It was close, yeah. wasn't it? They did. The Chargers looked like that was what week two. Chargers looked mm-hmm. like a better team. Monday night, 49ers at the Cardinals. This will be our f- real full fledged. Oh my God, there's something really malodorous with this Kyler Murray situation game. Um, <laughs> I love the word. That's thank you. He should really just put it on his jersey. Malodorous too. Just get order those. You know those 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 uh, aggregator sites that they do the headlines. They try to get people, and it's like. NFL insider calls Kyler Murray malodorous. That's the <laughs> right. headline. Yeah. And that maybe yeah. maybe I pulled that off with the malodorous. You're all of a sudden you're Walter Cronkite all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Um I have the 49ers favored by four in Arizona. Here's the thing with this. I know this game's in Mexico. You didn't know this game's in Mexico. And I still got it wrong. I still said three and a half, and it's six. So you get it. And you win the week. 
No. This game's in Mexico City. Oh, yeah, I did get yeah, it. Yeah, you went. Yeah, you get it. This game's in Mexico City on a on a the, Monday night? Yeah. It's in Mexico City? Yeah, well, remember they tried to do that a few years ago, and then they said the field wasn't ready, and it was a weird thing, and uh, they played somewhere else. Yeah, it's in Mexico City, Monday night. No. You I win. don't think... Another... Th- one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, I won. Yeah, go ahead. I don't think it yeah, matters for the cards if they're playing in Mexico City or Arizona, does it? It's not like they, they lose at home all the time. They don't really have a home field advantage. No. No. What do we take? Well, I guess the Niners will. The Niners will, will. They should take care of Colt McCoy if that's the case. I know we got excited about Colt McCoy, but he's going to have trouble back there. So there's a lot of live dogs next week. Steelers, home for the mm-hmm. Bengals. That Colts line will end up being too high, home for the Eagles. Chargers, home for the Chiefs, getting a ton of points. And then the the Vikes apparently are going to be a home dog. That's outrageous. Not good that for you. Mad. That is not good no. for you at all. I don't like it. That was uh that was a malodorous performance by me. You're six, two, and three now. By the way, that's the only only thing I can win this year is the Picking the spreads. I just can't bet them. All right, let's do Parent <laughs> Corner. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security, a natural component of raising children into responsible, independent adults, is entrusting them with greater levels of autonomy. But at the same time, there's a little responsibility when they're younger. You are in charge of your house, your apartment, your condo, wherever you live. You got to keep them safe. Right now, Simply Safe is offering listeners 50% off their new security system that can help lighten your burden and create a safety net for your kids' growing responsibilities. So even if the tub overflows or the pizza rolls burn in the oven, Simply Safe's environmental sensors for fires and floods will notify you before a mistake causes thousands in damages. Uh, okay, so this weekend, my childhood buddy Joe and his family came to visit. And so on Saturday, we all take a walk to the beach and of course, we bring a football because why would you go to the beach if you don't have a football? So we're throwing it around and my nine-year-old, Harriso, uh, and his cousin, my godson, Michael, who's eight, they challenge us to a game to five or 30. They learned that uh, points to score touchdowns are six, so they were keeping score by six. So anyway, my middle son, Jack, has to be the automatic quarterback for this two-on-two game. And it's two 51-year-olds versus an eight and a nine-year-old. And just so you know where I stand, I could still beat Harrison in the race, um, but barely, right? And he he takes pride in the fact that he's close with me. So uh, they go down, they score. Uh, he gets free somehow. I get tripped up in the sand. And then um, we're on offense, and my middle son throws to me, Jack, and I turn the wrong way, and Harrison gets it, and it's a pick six. And I was like, holy shit, now we're down 12 nothing or 2 nothing, right? Games to five. Uh, and we tie it up at four and, uh, pass to me. I get free say about seven yards. And I got about 30 yards left and he touches me. It's two hand touch and he gets me one hand on the back and then I go free and then he gets the other one and I go and I go the rest of the way. And I was like, Nope, that's it. You got one and one. He's like, I got two at the same time. And now he's screaming at me on the beach and tears. It's like everywhere. a mini you. And, oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, he's such a bad loser. And I was like, no. And then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, did he get me with two? It was so close. It was one of those things like, bah, bah, you know, or maybe he did get me with two. And I was thinking, 
I am so goddamn out of breath right now. I'm sticking to my guns. We won this game. I was like, nope, you didn't get me. And that's it. Simmons, I swear to God, up until th this was Saturday, Sunday night now, 8.30, 10 minutes before I go on, he's barely talking to me. He's been, now I made, I made it a lot worse. I'd be like, come on, man, let me give you a hand. Just like you gave me one hand on my back yesterday. Like I, I'm really rubbing it in the last 36 hours or whatever it is, but I don't know what to do. I'm such a bad dad because I might've also cheated and, uh, and I'm rubbing it in and my wife is not happy the way, way I handled it, but I just knew I was going to have a heart attack. So I need to score that fifth touchdown there. That's it. So, so at least you won. Did you cover? Yeah, no, we didn't cover. I thought we'd win like five one. He was he was pounding the he was literally pounding the sand for like an hour afterwards and still mad at me. Well, there's three there stages of the father son thing. The first one mm -hmm. is when you're wrestling them and it gets to the point where they realize that your balls are like their biggest advantage, where they could either kick you oh, or punch yeah. you in the balls. That's like age six. And Good. once mm -hmm. they know the balls are in play in a way that's an advantage for them. So you have to deal with that. The second one is like what age, it could be nine, 10, 11, depending on what kind of shape you're in, where in a race, they're kind of not as far away from you as you think, like you should, you're not dusting them anymore in a race. And it's like, right. oh, at some point, this kid's going to be able to beat me in a foot race. That's depressing. Mm -hmm. And then that last one is the stage I'm, I've been in with Ben for two years where we're never going to get in a fight. But I do think he feels like he either could take me or it would be, <laughs> it would at least be like the Adesanya fight last night where it's going to go five oh, rounds Jesus. and he might be able to get the knockout <laughs> late. But, you know, those are the three stages. And then the fourth stage, I guess, would be where they could just obviously beat the shit out of us when we're super old. Right. That'll be bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think the third stage, we got, it was like officer and a gentleman, right? Like uh, <laughs> right. Richard Gere's like hopping around. He's got, he's got the skills. Come on, man. Marshall, this or that. It's yeah. like, I'm going to have to, now I'm going to have to be the one kicking you in the nuts. Uh, yeah. Right. And, uh, we have to know, cheat to win. Yeah. That's the yes, stage exactly. I'm in with Ben. I would be that's Ben right. in a fight, but I would definitely probably have to cheat that's and like it. gouge him in the eye or something. Yeah. That's what I'm doing with football, with sand football. So there you go. My parent corner involves your child, Archie. Oh, so. Oh, I know this. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Your wife and my wife, um, they hung out and my daughter, Zoe, and your son, Archie, are seniors in high school, but have known each other since they were like six months old. We have pictures of them. Days, yeah. Yeah. They used to have them little mommy and me dates, stuff like that. So our wives decided we're going to do, we're going to take the kids out and go to a Charlie Puth concert, which apparently <laughs> they did. On uh, on Wednesday night, and they double dated, and they had a really good time. And of course, Zoe and Carrie put on a show by getting into some sort of mother daughter thing. That it's just so funny. Like the mother son thing. Mean? Now they had they got in some sort of argument near the end of the night about oh. something. Um, the mother son thing. Like the son can do no wrong for the mother, right? We get annoyed mm -hmm. by the sons. But right. the mother-son thing, it's just they're always going to make excuses and it's our little guy and they're always going to defend them. The mother-daughter, they're just like, they're fucking natural enemies sometimes. Like, yeah. Zoe just goes in and carries closet and starts, you know, grabs shoes she likes and doesn't tell her, yeah. uses our bathroom. And it's just, it's like the roommate my wife never wanted and mm -hmm. they just go at it. So during the, uh, during the concert, apparently, your wife was saying how, oh my God, Archie's going to be 
going to college next year. I'm going to miss him so much. She's doing that whole thing. And I know it's ridiculous. Aren't you, right? you going to yeah. miss, aren't you going to miss Zoe? And Carrie's like, yeah, some parts. <laughs> like, no <"What>? way. <laughs> she told you this? <laughs> no, she's like, you know, I'm not going to miss having the roommate I never wanted, but I'm going to miss, like, I love her, but you know, it's going to be great. But Um, it's just so funny. Like the mother son versus the mother daughter thing is just fascinating. And eventually like, you know, it turns into the, the, uh, Nancy Myers movie where it's like, or father of the bride or whatever with the mom and the daughter. Mm -hmm. But I think they're at the stage now, the age 17 with the mom, it's just, you know, right. It's just, it's just how it is. Meanwhile, your wife's already crying. Your son hasn't, he's nine months away. He hasn't even picked a college, much less gone away to college. And your wife's already like in tears about it. You wouldn't believe it. it. It's getting crazy. Like we're, we're going to have to go see counselors or something because it's, it's like, this is going to happen in August. Please. It's November. Let me enjoy football. At least I'm an idiot too, but maybe Charlie Puth could come up with a song that brings everyone together and heals all this pain. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Puth concert. <laughs> Apparently they sang that the song from fast and furious. He sang in near the end. My wife said yeah. it was quite a moment. Um, yeah, they loved it. Yeah, you don't have to say where you're going, but you have a you're doing a college visit next weekend, right? You're I'll going tell you, somewhere. Yeah, you're going, going on a trip. Uh, no, you don't have to say where it is, but you're doing uh, a little okay. trip. Well, you All can right. say yeah. what it is. I'm just I don't want to put you on the spot, but you have a little father son college trip. I'll tell you after we're done. Yeah, we're going to uh, this is like his top choice, and we're going to see a football game, and uh, I'll be I'll be doing guest lines from a hotel room in the uh, Pacific Northwest. So it'll be fun. I hope probably. And cold. your wife's going to just be sobbing the entire time. Yeah, I guess so. This, this is so close. It feels so real <laughs> that he's visiting a college. <laughs> <laughs> she just has to hibernate for the next seven months. It's going to be so bad. Meanwhile, you have two more kids. It's not like you have two other boys. Right. I try to say that in a, like a half-joking way. It's like, this is why we had a lot of kids. So the, the, the so these don't matter as much. But then I just come off seeming crass and not caring. Hmm. All right. That was Parent Corner. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security. As parents, we want our children to become autonomous and responsible with a good head on their shoulders that keeps them out of trouble, but there's no harm having a safety net in place in case something slips through the cracks. Simply Safe's home security system has features that allow family members independence without worry, like the smart lock, which can lock the door automatically or be locked remotely. That's a good one. Plus 24-7 professional monitoring an exclusive fast protect technology so agents can immediately verify your emergency priority response. For a limited time, SimpliSafe offering listeners 50% off their new SimpliSafe security system. Go ahead and get your safety net in place. Visit simplysafe.com. There is no safe like SimpliSafe. So before we go, at least these are the odds on FanDuel. Buffalo is still the favorite, but it's now plus 380. Remember the first few weeks of the season? Remember their AFC East odds? Weren't they like 20 to one oh, yeah. favorites or something crazy, right? Yeah. You had to apologize for not being on them totally. And then now that's, that, that's the thing. We should just stick to our guns. Eventually, like the Raiders and the Saints and all these teams will be good again. <laughs> this is, maybe I should rerun that clip from August when I was like, are we sure yeah. the Bills should be considered to be this good? And right. now, now it looks like I know what I'm talking about compared to everything that's happened the last few weeks. But um, I do have odds. I, odds have jumped up. If you want to hear, him. you want to hear. Him? What it, is Allen still the favorite, or is it Mahomes? No, he's third. Mahomes is first. Mahomes, Mahomes plus one forty. 
I mean, so this could be the last week we see him with a plus. Yeah. If he if he lights it up on that night game against the Chargers. Yeah. Um Jalen Hurts plus two fifty, Josh Allen five to one, two and nine to one, Lamar twelve, and then Burrow twenty. What was Tyreek Hill on that list? He's fifty. He's the first um non quarterback. It, it goes Burrow twenty, cousins twenty five, and then Tyreek Hill fifty. Mm. Well, from from a Super Bowl standpoint, from the odds. Your team's fifteen to one. Ugh. I'm trying to look at all these long shots. I don't. Try, Titans twenty eight to one. Chargers thirty four to one. Seattle's fifty to one. Pats fifty to one. Sixty to one. The Jets are sixty to one. Packers are seventy five to one. Nah. I can't see any of those. I don't know. They, they, there's just no value anymore. This goes back to what I said at the top. There's no value anymore. Mm-hmm. They're so smart at how to protect themselves with the lines. So like Miami at seventeen to one. If they were able to get a two seed, right? If they stole the AFC East from Buffalo and they were a two seed, then round one, they're in the two seven game in their home. Mm-hmm. I, even then, 17 to one, I don't know if those are good odds because you could just bet them game by game and probably get better odds. So that's um, the eighth best team, the Dolphins. I, I don't think there's anyone outside those eight that could win it. I guess Tampa's below them, right? But one, two, three, yeah, four, the, five, six, seven. You right and I, for, for some reason, you and I both don't want to punt Cincinnati yet. And I don't know what's no. keeping us around. But we probably yeah. should. Well, maybe if Jamar Chase comes back and added like 70 pounds and play guard, that'd feel a lot better. <laughs> if he could play three positions at once. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see anybody else. Well, we'll see what happens. Eagles at five to one might be the best bet. They're going to be the one seed. They're going to have two yeah, home maybe. games in Philly that they'll be, mm-hmm. what, minus 350 in the first game and minus 220 in the second game. And then you can go game by game after. All yeah. right, cuz, how are you doing in NBA betting? All right. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm just uh, rooting against Portland every night because that's our big one. That, t- that parlay with them and Charlotte to not make the playoffs. But uh, you know what? I went big on. Um, Luca and I went big on Giannis. And I'm like, it's got to be one of those two, right? For MVP. Yeah. I got to say, I'm not just saying this because it's my team, but Tatum has... Oh, you have a vote too. Yeah, you can No, no, no. I, I'm not allowed to bet on it. I just think Tatum's mm-hmm. in the conversation so far. And that might not last, really? but if you're just saying first 13 games, I think Tatum's probably... It's either Tatum or Luca. But the Celtics have by far the best offense in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And Tatum's the biggest piece of that. Whereas Luca has the best stats, but you can't say Dallas's offense is as good as Boston. So there's at least mm-hmm. an argument. But Luca's this Luca's like 35, 8, and 8 every game. So statistically yeah, I guess, he's gonna have the case. You, you pointed it out. Everybody's got 30 points. So I guess I shouldn't be too too locked in on just two players. Everybody scores 30 points a game now. Yeah, I, I for the people listening, I had that tweet today about um there's seven mm. guys averaging 30 a game right now, which Crazy. is only 79 in the history of the league. But the Celtics are 10 and three. The thing with Dallas, they're seven and five. So for MVP, Luca's got to get to 48 wins, but I'm not sure his team's good enough to be able to pull that off. We bet Portland and Charlotte will not make the playoffs, right? That was the bet. Yes, that was it. And then Portland won their first five or something. No, but I still feel like we're in that because... We just need Portland to be in the playing round, and then we need them the to seven to ten. Yeah, yeah. But well, who dropped? Like, yeah, you know, everybody's having a, a a ball making fun of the Lakers, but we need that team to like come in six. 
don't we, for something like this? Well, you, I mean, Utah's a drop candidate. Yeah. The Pelicans defensively are pretty lousy. So may, maybe they drop out. And then the Clippers, Kawhi's just wearing street clothes. Mm-hmm. So I like, I got to say, I really like the Kings team. And I think they're going to be in that, in that play-in mix and maybe even a little bit higher. The one I'm, I'm in, in row, on that. Right? Yeah, no, but yeah. they're six and six, but they're like, they had three bad end of the game losses where they could easily be like nine. Like to me, I don't, I think them in Portland are even talent-wise. Yeah. Portland fans are going to You got to jump on with us. For no. what? You got to jump on with us next time we do race to 10. We did the 15 games last Monday. We I went 10 and that. five. House yeah. jumped on. We won money. JJ was on. It was, it was fun. Ne- next time for sure. You I'm in for 10 minutes time. and you're done. Yeah. All right. Say hi to everybody. Good to see you. Good job right. by you. Good job by you, Billy. All right. That's it for the podcast. Thanks to Kyle Creighton for producing. As always, I will see you on the Prestige TV feed. If you haven't uh, watched White Lotus yet, go watch it. Then listen to me and Joanna Robinson break it down. I can see on the Rewatchables feed tomorrow as well. Blowout is the third installment of Night of November. That is happening as well. And I'll see you on this feed on Tuesday.